0: Actually, I think I think the ongoing joke will be that there will be an intro, but yeah. there's zero template for it. So there I'm just I, like I might even change the name of the show. That's fine. Just, just it. for the, this is uh <laughs>
1: this is we go, we're <laughs> telling everybody the name. And then we just, oh yeah! By the way, we changed this the name. this is
0: punching stuff. Yeah, um, the the live show punching uh, stuff for the rough stuff punching uh, punching <laughs> junks. <laughs>
1: punchin junk's sponsored. Hashtag no copyright. <laughs> All right, guys,
0: so welcome to the show. My name is Roman and my name is Clyde, and this is uh, is a podcast. Actually, this is this is kicking and streaming. This is our first episode ever. And just to give you guys a little bit of background, you know, (laughs) we fight and stuff. There's some stuff and things, Um, but the the two favorite things, I think, at least on my plate, are about kicking and streaming video games and, and, and living on Twitch and just sort of being silly.
1: And uh, for me, uh, it's uh, my specialty would definitely fall under the rank of uh, Jiu Jitsu. I've been practicing now for about six years. I'm a brown belt under uh, Silver Fox or many of you know him as Silver Fox, but his real name is Carl Povich, uh, Hensel Gracie, brown belt. I'm also a, a former MMA practitioner. Um, my background has a little bit to do with video games as well, although not as extensive as Roman. Or as cool as him. Define you know, extensive. What's well, extensive? I mean, like, you know, people know you. Like World they call you
0: Organization. There's a rap video us, about you already. It's a rap video. All right.
1: Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 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 and there it is, folks. Guys, we're just winging this whole thing. But, you know, we hope that you guys listen and, you know, and uh, have a good time and just uh, interact with us, you know, afterwards. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this. So, uh, Roman. What's up, Clay? We got some fights coming up. Fights, yes. fights On
0: fights, on fights. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, there's a couple that passed actually. I was I was looking up on, on the gram as the kids call it. Yeah. And I watched. Keep Annie in mind, we're Housen. both
1: under 32. We keep going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Weird flex. Um, Anyhow, <laughs> and actually fought Josh Tana. I'm gonna I'm gonna mispronounce a lot of stuff, especially with Thai names and stuff like okay. that. Well,
1: that's why I brought papers. Yeah,
0: even better. The it'll help with pronunciation. There so you Josh. Go. Um, I don't know how old he is, but I can tell you that Andy Housen, and even his coach said he was crazy for mm-hmm. uh, fighting his his debut at 1FC okay. at 40. Okay. Well, 40, so, excuse He's that, 40? Excuse me. at 40? 40. Remember Andy Housen, and if, I'm, I'm probably going to get a bunch of facts wrong, so I didn't look him up. But Andy Housen, I believe, actually fought and beat Damien Trainer back in the day.
1: The Damien the Trainer.
0: Damien Trainer. So the guy I see in Instagram. The Instagram
1: fam yeah. Damien Trainer. Yeah. yeah. Always wears like, the oversized twins gloves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I love the guy though. Yeah. I mean, Shout out to the Damien Trainer.
0: Damien Trainer has a lot of really good stuff. And he's actually one of the rare examples of having somebody who can fight and also teach at you know after the fact. And he yeah, can, it can really express all those things and techniques that he's learned in a way that he can teach across the board and he has his own his own gym and he has his fighters and that's a a lot of that is really rare to see because you're either really good at one or the other and again to be good at both it takes a lot of time and practice and you know just based on his techniques i've never been to a seminar i've never met the Mm -hmm. guy yeah but i can tell his ability to showcase all that stuff and you know and and everybody knows about like his marketing is
1: great of course what fascinates me about him is the fact that he can do all this stuff and now run out of breath you ever notice that on his videos it's that like hybrid, like Dutch style that he's got going
0: on. Definitely. So he, definitely. he works a lot in high combos oh, yeah. and he's always. I
1: can definitely see the kickboxing in his, in his uh, technique. Yeah. Uh,
0: so it's, it's a little bit more of the, um, I'll call it the, uh, Bas Rutten David Goggins approach where it's mm. a lot of volume, a lot of volume, just kind of grinding it out, which is, and like the hybrid part of it is it, it still looks like authentic Thailand Muay Thai. Yes. So you know he, he has he's from the UK. He's got that background, and again, a lot of those guys fall into that hybrid. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't look like Muay Thai because it leans a little bit more on kickboxing, mm-hmm. a lot of it more punches and kicks. Um, I'm thinking of Liam Harrison as a good example who has a little bit of both, but he leans a little bit more on punches and low kicks. Yes. But again, it's it's a subset of Muay Thai, but it's very to me UK style. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys uh, and a lot of Europeans. Tend to lean more towards kickboxing because of their background and the history with kickboxing. Yeah. Um, But he made his debut. It um, was a hell of a fight. And I believe he actually got stopped with the knees in the second or third round, or maybe the fourth. I can't remember. Was this in Singapore? Um, The last one, FC, which was what,
1: yesterday? Two days ago, something like that. Probably Manila, I think. I'm not sure. I have to, I mean, I have to look that one up. Jakarta. Indonesia, there
0: it is. Okay. Yeah, I actually had <laughs> I actually had it written down. <laughs> you didn't bad. know. I was like, I didn't know, but uh, oh, that's all right. Um, but it yeah, was, and then I I keep finding these things on Instagram, and it's like it's too late. And then I like I want to talk about these fights, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, it's all over my Instagram feed. But um, it, it's it's good to keep updated, especially that we don't live in that time zone. Um, so those that are being listening to this for the first time, I don't know us personally. We are based in New Jersey so a lot Lodi, of times new yeah, jersey Lodown new jersey shout out to uh, north jersey muay thai north jersey muay thai and um a lot of times we either have to wake up at the crack of dawn to just barely catch these fights because they'll happen 12 hours ahead of us mm-hmm. um actually february 11th oggin is fighting at lumpini stadium the infamous ogien Topic. the hair the style the the, the the sway back that's it that's it it's all part of the combo every time yeah, yeah. it actually teaches that part. does of somebody the combo? have
1: hair that thick and still, like, it maintains in place when he throws a kick, too. I asked him about this. Um, he said, practice.
0: Nice. And then and then he showed it to me, and then it was like... It's like seeing Brad Pitt in person. Jeez. It's like... A, you're, like, a foot away from the sun. Yeah. Just Funny
1: story, too. It's like... I mean, this is for anybody who's in, at the gym, too, but I actually first knew Ogian from high school because he was actually... In, uh, he went to school with my, my older brother. Um... And we always knew him as the guy who worked at Best Buy. That's it. Dude, I, I worked at Best Buy. With that's him? why. That's how I know Ogin.
0: like he, <laughs> Small he was, world, Like, dude. he was the guy that, that walked around and was like, yo, my abs are, like, real hard. I want you to punch <laughs> me as hard as you can. And he's not going to do shit. And, just, and, and he'll let you know. He'll be like, it's not, I'm not going to feel a thing. You, you might even break your hand. Like, he was that guy.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. like, a lot
0: of that, you know... He's obviously got older and matured. Yeah, and yeah, of course. Same hair though. Same hair, same <laughs> sense of humor. Yeah. You know, he's always been really down to earth, but he's, he's always kind of funny in that way. I'll but, never
1: forget. Yeah. Like I saw this guy who had these baggy ass khakis on <laughs> and like these barbecue tennis shoes that, you know, dads were on 4th of July and this really oversized XL blue polo shirt that said Best Buy on you know, the uniform. And he's just like kicking people. Like the motion of it, and he had he kicked this one guy I think with like a, a bubble package around his leg. Ah, Lewis, limped. Yeah, I yeah, used to work with
0: Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no. let Not Lewis. Um, um. Shout out to those guys, Chris by the Munson. Way. Chris Munson. Shout Ooh. out to Chris. Um, rest in peace, Chris. Actually, rest in peace. As as recently, yeah. and um, hell of a guy. Well, this podcast yeah. got dark. Yeah, it, yeah. I, it, it <laughs> guys, just, it just you- sort of dawned <laughs> on me. So Chris, Chris, Chris we're gonna take a second and talk about chris chris uh, worked at best buy he's one of the one of the nice people i ever met and yeah. he always had a smile on his face mm-hmm. um he had recently lost a uh, fight with cancer okay and um and the re- the reason why i'm referencing it is because this this one particular video is of ogientovic kicking him in the <laughs> leg because he's he was the guy to be like you know what Let's go for it, man. Let's mm. let's. What I have bubble wrap. What could possibly go wrong? He's immortalized, and he had a purple leg after that yes. because Ogden was, um, mm-hmm. I think, just starting to fight professionally at that point. At seventeen, I don't think he was seventeen.
1: Well, I mean, this was Best
0: Buy era, right? Was he seventeen? Maybe maybe slightly, because he might have been in college by then. So okay. either either he was well into his amateur career, Got about it. to go pro, or he had just become a pro okay so as around sure that time my timeline is all skewed i'm not mm-hmm. good with that kind of stuff um but he will be fighting uh lumpy on the 11th which i believe is tuesday tuesday um that puts us about about 6 p.m i'm oh, sorry 6 a.m okay. our time 6 15 a.m our time exactly yeah so uh and they're, they're pretty they're pretty punctual with how quickly they turn over fights like it's it you i don't even see it happening they're just like all right this fight ended and now you know they got the decision. They got the whatever. uh, They, they got the mm-hmm. girls that the, do the the thumbs up and the yes, the hand pump. Like like you know, you know when you see a trucker, mm-hmm. and you're like, the you want to pull the horn. Pull That's the horn. exact motion. That's the one FC motion. I don't know if they copyrighted that, but it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> My wait, wait, this part is Lumpini, right? It's not. This oh, is, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm all over the place. I'm
0: I'm <laughs> jumping all the way into. I'm going back and forth. This a is one. a Lupini Stadium fight. Lumpini Stadium. Uh, no, no truckers. Um. Yeah. This is straight up saxophone playing in the background. This is all the live instrument. It's even better live. I, I know, can tell you that. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's... It's it's amazing. It's something else. Just seeing, seeing them go. Seeing the seeing gamblers go. the
1: bets go. and the gambling. Oh, yeah. People screaming. Makes you feel like you're in the JCBD movie in the 1980s or something. I think it's the
0: only thing they got right in that movie. Right? Because the rest of it wasn't Muay Thai. I can tell you that.
1: Which one are we referring to, though? In this case, Kickboxer. Kickboxer.
0: Because bo- Kickboxer, kickboxing. he literally... First of all, he took
1: his belly, ripped it in half like <laughs> You know what the craziest thing was about kickbox was yeah, Kickboxer. So Dennis Alexio, shout out to Dennis Alexio, professional fighter, plays his older brother. Yeah, it's and a Tong-
0: professional he like a professional like uh, like world champion Yo, kickboxer he would have beat time.
1: fifty shades of shit out of Tongpo yeah, in real even, life. Like
0: not even close. Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah. I had no idea until much later. I was like, holy crap, Dennis Alexio's in this movie. Like, so that's that's the thing. Like it wasn't like
0: CGI. There wasn't like no, a lot of no. any of that crazy stuff. A lot of these guys have really extensive background, even mm-hmm. like the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles back in the 90s, 90s Oh, yeah, Ernie Reyes Jr. They they all had incredible backgrounds. The in original country, Filipino wrecking Ball. Exactly. Yes. Like it goes that far back, but it's so underrated now because we have all Hashtag these... Hashtag motosurf. Fa- <laughs> all, these, all these fast cuts <laughs> right. and we have the different styles of editing and then like it has to be chop, chop, chop. Yeah. And I mean, we grew up with guys with like that, like especially Bruce Lee who who said, no, 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 don't zoom in hmm watch the sequence watch this happen yes and he pulled all that away and we kind of came back to it but there's still a couple movies that are out there that show the full sequence and you know the whole thing um eric paulson oh eric, Paul- eric paulson yes um was my coach's coach when i started grappling so you, we wait, did, so you, you, i didn't so i did catch, catch wrestling
1: catch wrestling catches catch can
0: that's why i say grappling and not jiu-jitsu because, oh, I because I understand, I, I rolled, I rolled without a gi. So you competed without a gi. So
1: you're you're repping Josh Barnett. Yeah. Okay. So you're yeah. repping all
0: of these guys. I met Josh Barnett. I was I've seen Eric Paul multiple times when he was here yeah. working with my coach, and he's one of the meanest dudes I've ever met.
1: He is very um, intimidating. He's funny. He's, he's funny, but he he makes a presence about him yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah. But he'll you know he'll just demo on you, and you're like ah everything hurts because <laughs> he'll he'll be like here's um here's a wrist lock and 72 variations go i try oh, it out. Okay. And that's, that's sort of his style of teaching. It's like, there's, there's so much, he's like an encyclopedia mm-hmm. for catch wrestling and, 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 and MMA and mm. all this stuff. They just, it just sort of like blurts out. Yeah. And again, it goes back to the idea of not everybody who fought has that same gift to be able to teach or be able to express all those things in an efficient, what I think is an efficient manner with teaching. Because a lot of that is hard to pick up. Like you need a notebook to go to Eric Paulson's classes or seminars or work with a guy. Yeah. You need to work with him for years to be able to get all that stuff. And mm-hmm. it's so much information that you know you have a lot of variation. And it's cool. Because now I, I, I get into a position, I see it, it. There might be 10 different things I can go for. I'm not good at any of them. But <laughs> I know that there's stuff. That, you know there's enough. something there. and oh, yeah. which, which also helps out with. Being able to watch fights and break down fights and be like, oh, he's setting up for blah, 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 whatever it is. Mm. That's how I learned about neck cranks instead of chokes. And That's how yeah. I learned like like very specific ones. Neck cranks ones. suck ass, Yeah, dude. they're terrible. They're really I mean, good. Conor t- t- tapped to Khabib and they called it rear naked, but it looked more it was more it, of a neck crank if, slash. It
1: definitely looked like a neck crank from the way how his yeah. head was positioned and the way that elbow was just wrapped around his ear slash carotid area. Yeah. It, it, was, it was just yeah. he was trying to make his head pop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. and to me it was more of a neck crank than it was a choke.
1: He could still breathe. He just yeah, was in very, just very excruciating pain. Yeah. For sure, man. It's interesting though. Catch wrestling. Catch as cash can. Yes. Yeah. Used to call it, you know, in Brazil what they used to call it. I'm um, well, quote me, don't quote me on this, one, but I think they used to call it luta livre. It is a variation. Yeah. So like if we if you have the well, there's
0: so yes, which actually uh, even more fun facts. Crew Actually, crew Nestor originally Like he, he, I can't remember if he competed, but he teaches. He he's a practitioner. Um. So th- those those who don't know, crew Nestor is our coach's coach. Mm-hmm. So Joe and Ray own and operate North Jersey Muay Thai as the head trainers and owners. Crew Ray and crew Joe. The, and they, um, their trainer is crew Nestor Marte, who was the, is our OG OG, and then it goes into. Ajahn Prasit in Thailand Ajan Prasit so if you want to look at the lineage of Ajahn yes. Prasit to mm-hmm. Kurnester Kurnester to Joe and Ray Joe and Ray to us yes so when you talk about Lutuli Ray and you talk about all the grappling like he has all those tools and he has on a regular basis guys that fight in UFC Bellator kickboxing yeah like everything across the board they, mm-hmm. they're, they're good at just about everything you throw at them they're all tough tough like he doesn't take shit mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard stories from like Julian and other people that just like the guy doesn't take any shit yeah and As that's he should you know you know and that's how he learned that's how he teaches like he'll he, he'll throw somebody out if you don't like you mm-hmm. like he he has you know he understands what he is valued for mm-hmm. and, and and he's not gonna waste any time.
1: I think okay, I can definitely see it within his eyes when I saw that photo of him. I didn't realize he was such a big guy either. It's huge. He's huge. Yeah. He's like, what? He's like six foot four, or five? crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I've never seen him like a a Muay Thai practitioner or a teacher, excuse me, from traditional sense, yeah. that tall and lengthy. And just, you know, I mean for those of you who don't know who who never been to the gym, Crew uh, Ray is not 6 foot 4. No, definitely not. Um please don't kill me Kru Ray, but he's like what? five two, five five two. 5'3"? 5'3 in a good day? Probably, on a good day. Yeah. And, and then Joe's probably closer to my
0: head. It's like five, seven, eight, nine. 8", 9", however, you know, depends on your That's shoes. three right? inches, dude. Yeah. something like, yeah, so it's, it's generally around <laughs> <Pick> there. <one. laughs> I could shoot a dart and maybe it'll land. There you go. So, he's, a, he's yeah, he's about there. So, and then to see someone who, who's, you know, six foot plus. Yeah. Who can kill you in 9,000 different ways, you know. It's insane. But he's funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word for it um but anyway going going back to the 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 grappling and the and yeah so again fun fact um practitioner and to contrast with jiu-jitsu they call jujitsu jitsu <clears throat> the gentle art
1: yes well, catch
0: wrestling is
1: i have a thing to say about that but keep going yeah <laughs> and
0: catch wrestling is known as the violent art okay because it because it has primarily a wrestling ba- wrestling or stand-up base slash mma base and a lot of it is gonna crank more than you know chokes and, and you have guys that do uh, specialize in leg locks and guys that you know, and it's a lot of it is picking up slamming you and then going for uh, position and then submission actually that's where i get it from so when i talk about clinching and i teach in class and i say like i want you to have a good position first i learned that through grappling which was you know position key.
1: before submission yeah position
0: yeah. before submission
1: yep i'm very familiar with those terminologies yeah it's interesting so uh i wanted to bring up this topic um not top pitch but but what what do you think though what what about what about Ogin in this case Um, I gotta ask you and he's probably you know people are probably wondering this themselves his leg it's opened up twice now
0: yeah so the last uh, the fight that he split it in and then this most recent one at Lumpini where he split it open again (laughs) again and I ask him about it a bunch and he's like well you know what fuck it it's gonna open up
1: but is it healed completely I don't think it
0: ever will I think it's gonna be one of those things I think it's gonna be like Nate Diaz's face I think it's been one of those okay. things. There's like scar tissue. It's just never going to properly heal. He's going to say fuck it and go with it. Um, but I think he would rather that than actually have the issue with Nate Diaz, where you sneeze on him, he starts bleeding. <laughs> you know, like it's it's, it's rugged, he's durable, but he's
1: definitely yeah. you know, a petri dish of blood uh, by the second round. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and it came from from what I understand. And Don't I, fight I, I in New York. Watch it. Hashtag. It, it came from. um I think it was a block. I think the other guy had blocked the kick and he caught him Ooh, on Alaverti. the knee. Yeah. And I, one think, FC? I yeah. think there was, was a block and it hit him it was directly a, on the knee.
1: Yes. That's exactly what it was. And ever since, I think that's when he knew something was wrong. And I and I don't think he really ever really recovered from that. No. And that's pretty much what dictated the fight. And, and guys, if you haven't
0: seen the fight,
1: it's, um,
0: I think it might have ended in the second round. Mm-hmm. I think early in the second round. It was it technically a TKO? Yeah. Um, but he, 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 actually split the shin. Like you can really dig in and it's, it was pretty gross to see. Um, you could actually
1: see the, what, the myelin sheath, I believe. Yeah. It's, yeah,
0: it was, it was deep mm-hmm. and it was, it was, um, you know, and he was still kicking with it and he went into the next fight, he was be able to kick with it and kind of moved around, relied a little bit more on this boxing yes. um, because it was working and Ray talks about it all the time. Like if you want to beat the ties, you beat him with the hands, mm-hmm. which is what uh, Ramon Deckers figured out
1: rest in peace the great ramon deckers the diamond yeah i actually well all right well, i gotta ask you this since we're gonna talk about the greats or the goats or the originals who was the fighter that actually opened your eyes up to combat sports striking in general because it doesn't have to be muay thai it could be any striker go to open up to muay thai specifically it doesn't have to be Muay thai. it could just be striking. Like, they made you go okay this is something i want to look more into
0: I have to lean on the movies, dude. Like it, like as cheesy okay, as it enough. sounds. None like of, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I didn't know anything about it. I think from twenty ten, about twenty ten. It started technically twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. So going into it, I had known some friends were training. Um, uh, they were at a gym in in uh, Bergenfield at the time, and they were teaching and like they're they were just like all over the you know they talk about Muay Thai all the time and training and. I think what caught my attention primarily was they said something, someone said something along the lines of if, you know, you get tired of like lifting mm-hmm. and you want like some variation and you yeah. get like hit stuff. <laughs> um, I've, I've kind of, I've kind of brushed on the story a little bit, but um, flash starts. forward, flash forward a little bit, you know, I was watching the movies. I'm like, Oh, Angbach is cool. Angbach uh, was a game
1: changer, <laughs> dude. No, no, don't. Tony job. Tony job, was the, three movies. Ongback was the game changer, but the protector is what sold me. Was I the, want the elephant? you won with the elephant? No, the yeah. el- Give yeah. me back my elephant! Yeah, yeah. that
0: one. <laughs> yeah, it's, someone's always taking stuff from. I don't yeah, know. he has to go back and get it. Um, Damn Australians! Yeah, you know,
1: it's, it, there's Shout out there's Aussies. some
0: layers, some layers in that. Uh, and, and like uh, a friend of mine at the time had a, like a heavy bag in mm-hmm. his in like his basement or something. It's like his yeah. parents' basement, and and was like hey, you should hit this bag, and let me, let me see you hit this bag. And at the time, he was just sort of making fun of me because I was a lot smaller than he was. Yeah. And he was kind of <laughs> like, oh, he's going to fall over and hurt himself. And okay. then, like, I hit the bag, and I guess I had some built-up aggression at the time because I really let it out. Whoa. I just ripped my jeans. Damn. Um Because I need the bag. That'll do and it. And I was like, oh, I saw this in a movie, so I'm going to do this, which is generally how most people start out mm-hmm. and see this movie, saw it in a fight. And, uh, and I hit it, and I'm just like, I'm breathing heavy, and I'm like, and he's like, holy shit, you didn't hit that like a bitch. <laughs> i was like backhanded
1: compliment i guess sort mm-hmm. of you know low-key flex in here
0: and then i was going to uh and i was lifting at a gold gym and that's yeah. how i learned sort of the the basics of lifting i was doing a five by five and trying to get better with form and i just focused more on form and then i had some range of motion i was able to do a little bit of that and then a little bit of yoga yeah. but i had that heavy bag mm-hmm. at the gym and I, i'm hitting this thing barehanded just slicing my hands open i was like i should Jeez. probably get gloves mm-hmm. so then i get those little um like everlast like ufc looking gloves like a okay. little like four ounce nothings yeah same thing still rip my hand i don't know i think about wrapping my hands i'm just hitting no. this bag and hoping for the best mm-hmm. look like an idiot probably i don't i not 10 years ago i have no idea or Luckily, in my head i look real cool <laughs>
1: that's all that counts though if you think about it if yeah. you know you look cool or if yeah. you think you look cool you keep going you want to keep doing this you want to get better at it and then eventually you actually do become better at this and you really do look cool or at least if
0: you're consistent you look correct if you're con- if, if you're consistent yes and it'll help you sift mm. through the bullshit because i actually i've noticed a lot recently i no names mentioned i'm not here to attack anybody no
1: not here no it's all good
0: we can talk the, shit
1: it's our podcast you don't like
0: it do. understand. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the main the main thing is especially with social media yeah and yeah. Th- this is where I'm going to dig in a little bit I I have a background in the last three almost four years now uh, I've been streaming on Twitch a sort of I wouldn't call it a part-time job but with the amount of time effort and things that I'm learning that is sort of kind of you know that's about the time you put in Um, to be able to do a part-time job just minus the pay because there's there's no money in it got it um and i noticed with social media and and certain trends and it's the same thing with streamers if you put the time and effort into the real work and that usually means creating something if you put the time and effort into real work you will sift through all the bullshit okay so um I'll give, I'll give you an example. A lot of people can look excellent on Instagram. Of course, that's not even really a skill at this point because of how easy it is to use. You edit videos, all, photo, video. You can, you can, can look them up. real cool. <laughs> yeah. You could you could buy your way to look real cool. You could pay someone else or buy an app or something really simple to just look great. And mm-hmm. that's at a very superficial or at the surface at that level. Yeah. Now, we go back and think, okay, like I probably look like an asshole. At Gold's Gym just. Punch on my hands bled because it felt I felt something it felt good and mm-hmm. you know
1: well that was probably the ignition that you needed the birth of the eagle man Aguilar right eagle
0: minus the R yeah oh, okay. almost there
1: okay sorry guys I'm not Filipino I just look Filipino there you go some say we're brothers I, I don't know some I don't say know. we are I don't sure. get it all I know is someone's parents got some explaining to do yeah now. it's true yeah. yeah yeah there's some
0: nights we don't talk about
1: yeah <laughs> Anyway,
0: <laughs> okay. So the yeah, point social I was media. Was it, it, yes. The trend mm-hmm. it has followed, at least for me, the last five to ten years of social media, you just it, it's all bullshit to me. Okay. Because it, with with
1: it's number one bullshit. Exceptions.
0: Yes. Okay. As Khabib would say.
1: Yes. Hashtag.
0: Which I'm pretty sure somebody runs his account because he's not going in talking it's, shit. It's Whatever. that
1: guy, dude. Uh,
0: we don't talk about that guy. Okay. <laughs> we don't talk about that guy, but. <laughs> Uh, but yeah there you go you know that's even that's a great example it's like you know you know Khabib yes. is a great fighter you, you know exactly what he's capable of you know he works hard he's a complete there's fighter there's question about it yes. he doesn't even need any of that social media no he doesn't no but his manager and whoever is gonna do all that stuff because you quote unquote need that to be able to succeed well it's marketing
1: it's marketing one on one you need to do that everybody it's either you know you're a villain or you're the guy that everybody wants to see you know defeat everybody whatever draws emotion
0: True. Which is why Connor is actually so successful. Yeah. Because everybody, mm-hmm. even people who don't watch fights, have something to say about him.
1: That's true. A lot of people have something to say about Conor. But you know what? Honestly, I like the new Connor. I'm not going to lie. I, I really liked how respectful he was towards Donald Cerrone. Oh, you know, leading up to the fight. How he didn't want to talk shit. How it was all like, okay, you know, there's, there's going to be b- blood spilled in the ring, but it won't be bad blood. And I really like that. Maybe this is a new leaf. Maybe this is a new turning point for him.
0: Maybe he's got a PR person finally.
1: Or, or that or yeah. you know, but no, does it take away some of the stuff that he said in the past about other fighters. You know, that, that's, you know, I've called someone the, a terrorist, dude. You know, that's that's I'm going to leave that up to the individual. But when I am an MMA purist, that's my favorite sport, MMA. Whether it's UFC, ONE FC, on Strike that. Force, I mean, I'm OG, dude. WEC. I'm telling you, like the yeah. days, of the Uriah Faber of, you know, cup Swanson, uh, you know, guys like, you know, I remember watching on uh, TV. It was when Forrest Griffin fought Stefan Bonner and thinking, what am I watching right now? Yeah. Dude, this was like a turning point. And uh, that's what kind of got me hooked. Uh, like I knew from the get go, MMA is what I wanted to do. It wasn't Muay Thai. It wasn't Karate. It wasn't Jujitsu. It wasn't Boxing. It was MMA. I don't know what it was called. I thought it was uh, honestly. It, it looked like human cockfighting. Yeah. But it just looked graceful. And then I saw. I saw Anderson Silva fight Yushin Okami. Jesus. In uh, the first Pride. Huh. And Yushin actually won that fight actually by disqualification, I believe, because Anderson did a illegal uh, kick off the ground while he was on his back, and under Pride rules. It's considered illegal. Um, You can't do that. Or was that pride or was that? No, no, it was pride.
0: If he fought Yoshinokami, I'm going to guess that it would have been pride. It was
1: pride because they fought the second time in the UFC and we all know what happened.
0: Yeah. 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 Shout out to
1: Yoshinokami. I love
0: that guy. Long day in the
1: office. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, But yeah, Anderson Anderson Silva was was there in terms of guys that are really followed when I first started watching. Yeah. The spider. Um, Jose Aldo because my roommate at the time was telling me like this guy was uh the hardest professional kicks ever. semi-professional yeah. soccer player yeah and he took that and was just blasting people in the leg yeah. and i was like i love kicks. It's your kicks great. Yeah. Right? that's that i have nightmares about that yeah. i hate like kicks and knee injuries and all that stuff and mm-hmm. to see that like whatever whatever that is that happened to him was just gross and, and and it's also it's fun to see jose aldo still competing at the level that he's at and still doing well, well how old do you think he is how old do i think he is yeah i mean it's brazil dude like how old, like <laughs> it, he, he could be 29 for all we know i think he's 33 yeah yeah he was young like he started he very young. real really young
1: but actually he did you know he was actually his his go-to well he was he was known before mma he was known for his jujitsu. he actually mm-hmm. uh, defeated um charles uh cobrina in jiu-jitsu, I, I believe it was at brown belt, and he defeated hmm. him and took the took the title. Actually, so he's no joke on the ground. Yeah, I just I never seen Jose Aldo on the ground. Never gets there. No, he doesn't yeah. need to.
0: So, like his defense yeah, and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're thinking Chad Mendes. Mm-hmm. Like, what other wrestler? Frankie. Frankie. Frankie Edgar. Yeah, yeah, and, and like he's never had an issue, and him and Eris Silva always had great takedown defense. So it was never great striking. Never never got there. You know, they they kept their distance. They they angled out. They they were able to stick and move. Yes. And they just never got taken down. Mm-hmm. And then the the one time Anderson really got taken down, or the first time I I remember was, Chael Sonnen.
1: Yeah. The first time. Mm-hmm. That uh, was an exciting second that was hilarious. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Second one, we're not gonna talk about the second one. <laughs> but the first one was, it was a game changer. Chael's never lost a round, by the way. Of course, of course. Hashtag Thor. Of course, of course.
0: The real gangster. Yeah.
1: Well, I, w- I wanted to say though, um, that was actually what got me to this point and that led me on this road. We were just like, you know what? I wanna do that. Um, and I found myself at uh, Camarillo Jiu-Jitsu and uh, shout out to Camarillo Jiu-Jitsu in uh, Bakersfield, California. And uh, that's what kind of started my whole journey on this uh, that's path That's right, of uh, originally a West Coaster. Yes, I'm a West Coaster. I've been living in, well, I, I've lived in California right after high school I moved actually. Uh, For those of you who know my story, I actually, I remember coming home and thinking, yo, I don't want to live in Patterson, New Jersey anymore. I told my mom and dad I'm leaving. So, well, I mean, I'm sure the conversation was a little bit longer than that. But yeah, that's pretty much what happened. And I I moved out to California and I I recently came back. Um, So, yeah, I've been to a few gyms here and there. Um, But what brought me here to NJMT actually was... uh, juan galarza actually mm. uh shout out to juan good friend of mine he's also my instructor as well uh overall beast and uh yeah, yeah he's a good you know, dude I helped him get ready for a couple I love fights. this place dude yeah it's it, it's really changed my life for the for the better and um really appreciated towards the staff you know my teammates all you guys Just to give you guys
0: a visual, we're in a warehouse right now with heavy bags.
1: Yes. This is not a very, your average, standard, typical studio. We don't have AC. (laughs) We don't have air conditioning. We don't have heating. Well, we probably have heating. We have heating. Yeah, we have heating. Yeah, we have that. You know, there's heavy bags in the background. I don't know if you guys heard people kicking, um, but this is basically our setting right now. I think it's pretty unique, honestly. I think
0: it's different. I think think it's because it's just like a formula, you know, it's... Pretty much a direct representation of our style. There's no frills. Mm -hmm. It's what works. It's hardcore. You know, it's a a hardcore gym. It's intimidating to walk in. Oh, absolutely. I I forget all the time. And then I see the faces on some of the new students and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right.
1: That's right. We're in a warehouse. I remember walking up those stairs for the first time. next to a trailer park. Those narrow steps with... The same old mangy. Gray yeah, you don't know carpet. if you're gonna fall right through. Yeah, you might. <laughs> like, you I'm can walking, see the light. You can hear the this, floor. You could hear the sound. Each creaking sound that each step mm. makes. You know, and then you know, you come into the the front door entrance, and you know, you're in this gym, and it's like in the summertime. You walk into like what a humid furnace. Yeah, it's insane, and I love it. it, it I it hope is, they never change.
0: It is an easy ninety in here. Yes, and that's on a cool day in on the a summer.
1: Cool day in the summer,
0: yeah. and like you, you better bring. Water. Extra water, extra shirt, and extra shower, extra uh, extra towels.
1: Yeah, and uh, and a backup plan. Yeah, and your cell phone to take selfies afterwards. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because otherwise it doesn't count. You know. Yo, <sighs> hold up, because we got to talk about video games. I want to, I want to get your opinion on this. one. <laughs> no, 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 I have to, because you never really talk about this. I mean, since I've known you. Yeah. So this is a big year for video gaming, in my opinion, because one of the most critically acclaimed video games of all time is being remade and i think you know what i'm talking about animal
0: crossing what the f- what?
1: <laughs> what? yes yes that's exactly what i meant folks so animal crossing no <laughs> what the hell animal crossing the switch march dude no dude you didn't get the special edition twi- uh, switch i actually pre-ordered the special edition uh final fantasy 7 remake uh, i wanted to get your opinion uh, on this one but have you played the original i have um here's that was such a quick answer i'm not ready for this man (laughs) i'm not ready i'm not ready he
0: wasn't ready here's the, the funny part is my first of all my favorite of all time is eight eight is my favorite of all time too um so
1: yeah we are brothers we keep going
0: and i've got through seven tactics the other the this other version of tactics tactics ogre no, that's not even Final Fantasy. That was a trick. Something. Yeah, there you go. There you go. My, oh, whatever, whatever the other mobile edition was. But you sat on a throne of lies. But the thing is, like, I as new games start coming out, and as new, I'm just, I'm not excited for any of it. Oh, okay. So here, you, just, you know, so.
1: hey, it's that's like your opinion, man. That's cool. <laughs> but <laughs> be a lot that's what makes if it, you did. That's what makes it really funny. So my
0: all of my gaming has relied on like one or two game series and it's mostly counter-strike and so like a lot mm-hmm. of fps games to some extent yeah i put some time in and again i didn't think i could appreciate any of those games unless you put some serious time in absolutely and counter-strike of, of all and, games and one of the casual games that i play i have probably 1600 hours in mm-hmm. and that's th- those are those are rookie numbers okay so, so it's like if you if you look at like like there's a there's a site called How Long to Beat or how, how however it's just a website or database of how many games uh, every game as much as they can uh-huh. and how long it takes to beat it um, just casually or if you want to be a completionist at hundred percent yeah on average and people submit their times so sort of they get like a more accurate representation and I look at these numbers every single time a new game comes out and I realize I wasn't enjoying gaming anymore. Really? because i was like all right how much time is this gonna take okay i never thought about that got metal Gears, when i when i played metal gear solid 2 one of the goats sons I, of liberty yeah okay. i played through it because well actually the reason why i played through it because i didn't have a memory card at the time i couldn't afford it um and we rented it <laughs> broke from, boys <laughs> I rented from blockbuster i barely had that ps2 um i think actually i think we might have, i might have rented the console too now i <laughs> to think about it i um, used to work at blockbuster actually yeah. hashtag and we had um blockbuster.
1: In I had Japan. to let it
0: run overnight and hope that it didn't crash and I think it did anyway so I, I just played mm-hmm. the next day I just spent i think 12 or 13 hours I, playing I Usher in the background i'm really getting distracted but i am listening <laughs> to you straight up 12 or 13 hours i have played all the way through it mm-hmm. and there's maybe been one or two other games that were like that for me mm-hmm. and that's those, those are the fondest memories i have of playing games that weren't competitive gotcha every other game i've played has some mm-hmm. competitive aspect to so it that's going back what the, to like socom too.
1: that's where the difference i think in, in us lies right there because i've always been just like okay what's out right now I'm always about the storyline. I'm always about the gameplay. Like I played Jedi Fallen Order recently. Great game, by the way, guys. If you guys are a fan of Star Wars, bored on my mind, dude, bored on my mind. I love, I love that game. I, 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 got so emotionally invested into that game. It was just like, the, the ending actually had me on my seat. And I love games like that. God of War the remake. Or not excuse me, not the remake. The, the, um, it's not even a reboot, but it's a continuation of the, of the storyline. Yeah. Um, Devil May Cry, like these are these are that th- this is my story right here like in terms of like you know the type of games that i'm, I'm into um but honestly i am really excited for final fantasy 7 remake but the only thing that i'm really really concerned about is the fact that it's m- what multiple discs so everything that you're getting in this first game isn't even the complete game oh that's right they're breaking it up in sections why the hell would they do that um um because it's
0: on console <laughs> Oh, okay. Here we go, folks. Uh, For those of you don't that's know, that's the other difference between us. Uh, PC, yes. I, I've almost always been a PC game. Like back to Half Life 1 out of the Orange Box. And Man. like Counter-Strike was still a yeah. mod on a disc that you had to buy at like yeah. a GameStop. Um, and going all the way back to, to like Ar- the original Orange Box and the original Half Life and everything, and holding on to those games and just wanting to get better in those games. And that idea of challenging myself and wanting to be better at that was me considering a skill. Mm-hmm. going through a story, going through all those things, there's some challenges here and there, but it seems so cookie-cutter to me that I lost interest in most games if the experience wasn't exceptional. I hear you. So I'll give you an example. The Last of Us. Love that game. Was the most recent game that I played through in a single sitting. And it upset my girlfriend at the time because I was supposed to have plans. I just fell, I slept right through the day. Legend. Because 13-hour 13, 13 stream yeah. of just You focus on what's day. important. And I, I get that. And I... And
1: <laughs> dude we're getting our asses kicked after this yeah whatever it's going?
0: fine um we're, we're no longer together it's fine um <laughs> the, the games have, have won that battle um Folks, But that you was guys the are gonna time. find out a
1: lot about us through these podcasts I'm that's the, point. You that's know the right now. Point yeah. yeah that's the plan
0: and it was and i played all the way through because i could not pull away from that story from the experience from just like all the stuff and like streaming just takes that experience and now you can share that experience in real time and that's why i've been able to stream but i i've tried like every new game that's i just don't i i'm not invested i don't feel any of that same stuff there was maybe one other game but that was like an hour and a half of gameplay mm-hmm. but i did play through it yeah it was um excuse me Sinara wild hearts never heard of it so if you remember the announcement for apple arcade yeah uh, one of the games they had was like this weird motorcycle, like three D. This world's like spinning around. And it's like purple okay. and blue, and mm. these light trails and all these things. Um, they consider the game a like a music video, basically like an hour and a half music video because it's it's still like a soundtrack for some artist. Okay. Um, but the the way that the thing is set up is each section of the game yes is is like a, a totally different style of game. So you're playing like a metroid not metroid like a, like an a- asteroids type game like mini game within the game hmm. and then it go and it transitions into this other thing where it's now it's like like a racing game
1: and somehow and this... then and then it's
0: a fighting game and then there's some music elements into it like okay. a, like it's like a rhythm game and okay. it like so every level presents a different challenge but you're have all these callbacks to all these really old games and it's mm-hmm. seamless so you're just like oh what's next oh what's next okay so every level because it's so unique and it's executed so well you just like oh, but like I could just play another level. Yeah. So the structure and everything is what drew me in, and the challenge of it. So everything just came, and I love the music. Mm-hmm. So pulling all those those things together, it's about the experience. Like the story might be great, but I could also read a book. Mm-hmm. So and that's that's kind of where I'm at now. Like I, I stick to my my playing games.
1: And that's fine.
0: And yep. uh, streaming's been tough. Um, I haven't. Hey,
1: you hate streaming. I where? hate streaming right now. Yeah.
0: Like I, I hate I hate the streamer space. They call it streamer Twitter, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's, it's drama and it's, and it's on a dumb superficial level of who wants more attention. And, and, and I'm going to oh, say, shit. I'm going to say like, have social you been medias, selling bath water? Uh, not yet. Okay. Um, tier three is up only on Twitch. Um, <clears throat> twenty four ninety nine a month. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> folks get on that. It's a deal. It's yeah. a deal guys. Get a whole gallon. dude. Uh, I
1: heard about that shit and I was like, man, you know, like, but that's marketing one-on-one. Yeah. Again, that invoked that is an emotion. No Heck yeah!
0: And it pulled people in one way or the other because somebody had something to say about it, and uh-huh. that's they win. Whatever, whether you buy it or not, they want.
1: Yeah, because you know about them now. It's clout. That's yeah. the other word. Uh-huh. Is that what the young people are saying these days?
0: Clout. I don't know how it's spelled, but it's clout.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Which is my favorite uh, Final Fantasy character?
1: <laughs> Cloud, not to be confused with Clyde uh but no no dude i'm i'm pretty much just old school gaming man like i love jrpgs i'm all about you know storylines characters serious question
0: would you consider yourself a weeaboo
1: i don't even know what the fuck that means all right fair w- what is it's that? not? it's not like hipster I heard that it's, before. it's not
0: like hipster where you you're not so you are you're like, oh no, I'm not a hipster. No, like no, no. you totally are a hipster. So so <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do not know what that is, dude. Uh a weeaboo. What is a weeaboo? I'm gonna say Mike is probably a weeaboo. Um just Mike? Spanish just, Mike? just yeah, just quietly. Shout out to Spanish Mike, by the way. Uh, probably a weeaboo. I, I don't I'll call him out. Definitely care. a weeaboo. Definitely a weeabo. Yeah. Loves anime. Beats the shit out of me. So, I mean, what do I have to lose, right? Yeah, what are you gonna lose, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um by the way, he's fighting February twenty. February twenty first at the Tropicana, Tropicana. in Atlantic City. I just learned that. You guys can uh Reach out to him for tickets. I believe that's the man, and uh he's also going to be. Uh, no, no, yeah, it's 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 uh, sixty dollars for stands, seventy for ringside. If you have any, if you guys have any questions, just reach out to us <laughs> on Instagram or Social Mike himself, media. Spanish, Spanish Mike, uh, Spanish uh, for Mike. I believe his Instagram handle is Solas in Combat. Solas in Combat. Yes, yeah. it's a cool last name too. Actually, Th- that all right. So that like. Even his even his Instagram
0: handle. I'm gonna dig into him a little bit here. So love there you go. Like
1: that sort Folks, of. This is what this is what podcasts are about.
0: That sort of like mythology or that like almost like folklore or like that idea of mysticism of of like a greater meaning or deeper mm-hmm. meaning or a way of seeing things a profoundness to it. Mm-hmm. That storyline or that like all the, all the romanticizing of all those those details. Yeah. Now put that in the context of anime, and you live that shit. That's a weeaboo. Oh shit! So if you if you're like oh like I love the story, I love this and that. You put it in the context of I only watch anime. That's a weeaboo. I like anime. I do. You can like anime. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But if if it's like I can't live another second without watching anime, and like you quit your job, you do it, like this is like extreme. The like extreme example, but you'll find it on like Urban Dictionary. But it's that. Type because all the conventions spends all their money on anime related things all oh, talks about anime i know i know that's 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 why i say it. it's not in the same context of like being a but, hipster where like you could deny mm-hmm. it, but you're still a hipster
1: yeah no, no i i hear you i get what you're saying i know plenty of people like that like, like they're like if we had dude they they they, they i don't know how the hell like they're their are.
0: facebook picture is probably an anime character yeah so yeah. i
1: don't even take their opinion seriously yeah no offense to anyone out there i still probably do maybe who knows? It depends. Don't quote me.
0: Social media is still garbage.
1: But the thing is though, like I've I know plenty of people like that. Uh, but to answer your question, no, I, I am not like that. I do like anime. I do like uh my storylines and video games, of course. Um, I just like get heavily invested into the characters. But um I think the line just kind of stops there, honestly. I just have too much stuff going on, you know. We're both actually, you know, heavily invested in our, you know, uh careers as well. Actually, I have too much going on. You have too much going on. My
0: brain is actually racing for the next thing. I, I'm I'm here, I'm present. And it's awesome. It's all, and we're doing stuff and yeah. talking about things. But my my brain is a constant to do list.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. For things. those of uh, of you who don't know, I I am a nurse, um, but I'm I forget also, about that
0: all the time. Yeah, pe- people yeah.
1: always forget that part. Yeah, but it's like you know, I show up in scrubs. We have other people that are nurses. Yeah. They show up in scrubs all the time. It's like that's actually my per diem job. Uh, but um, my full time job is I actually work as a My job title is systems administrator, but if anybody doesn't know, it's basically just IT.
0: Giant nerd. Yeah. Professional nerd.
1: Professional nerd. That's all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I I work at marketing, so I work in design as my day job, and then I teach in the weekends. Yes. And I train as much as I can. Clyde also. Mm -hmm. And um, I do privates and freelance as a photographer. So very artsy, very stuff, but I have a background in some computer stuff. Yeah. Not to that extent, but... Some stuff in there.
1: We're like the jack of all trades, except our name's not Jack. Yeah. So the Clyde so, yeah. of all trades. There you go. I like that. Um, Let's stick with that one. Just the last. <laughs> but um, I believe you were saying one of the reasons why you hate streaming. One of the reasons, one of the many reasons I hate streaming right now, yes, is
0: it, it's. I had to go back and ask myself. I had a really intense year, and I had to go back and ask myself why the fuck am I streaming, and. Again, this, this is going to have its own episode, but for anything with social media that includes streaming, any of those things, interactions, any, any of that stuff, there's an element of wanting some kind of...
1: No, keep going. I'm sorry. Somebody just peeked their head at us uh, oh, and yeah. they are
0: just like... I was probably Dave. It was most likely Dave, not a yoga person.
1: Okay, <laughs> dude, I laugh. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> they're like, they're
0: like, it's like, I saw it. Right? I know. I was like, "No, we're not." Even, there's not even a camera. That's the best oh. part. But if people see stuff. They're like, they freak out.
1: It's funny as hell. Start over again. Okay.
0: Yeah, let's do. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Streaming.
0: Streaming and stuff um yeah that's why i sort of hate it right yeah. now i hate it right now like, for the most part it's, it's pretty good um i had to go back and think about why i started streaming in the first place and like most people it, it's sort of a weird quest for i don't know validation oh absolutely and you know and and it's like well you can have a picture on instagram you can have a video on youtube or you can have a 13 hour stream of me playing the last of us yeah and it, and it's just a lot of you know like little bits and pieces of there oh i'm acknowledged on oh, this and that and depending on where you're at it might mean something totally different for you and taking that and putting it into the context of where i am versus where i was streaming looks very different to me yes um <laughs> Honestly, I, I can understand why, and maybe it's because I'm getting older. Uh, my birthday's in two weeks. Maybe it's because I'm getting older and I start reading more. And I understand why they're like, just read a book. And it seems simple, but it's also one of those things. You don't have the time to explain why it works or it's effective. And I'm always reading up and looking up people that have these habits that are maybe considered successful in different Different mediums. They could be an author. They could be a comedian. I love comedians. Yeah. They could be huge comedy fan. Just whatever. Whatever is they photographers. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm going to follow photographers. But like, what are their what are their habits? What are their routines? What books are they reading? And and the common ground for most of these people is, as much as they get done, they always make time to read. Why is that? Fine, I'll pick up a book and figure out what it is. And I started with smaller books, and um. Going even further back a couple of years ago, I lost my first two fights, my first mm-hmm. two amateur fights. Mm-hmm. And my brain was just all over the place. I'm like, how can I put all this time in and lose? And like that, my brain was stuck there in that frame for probably a good year. Gotcha. And, uh, Ray actually was the one who said, go through these books, read, start reading these books and they're they're books about, you know, um, about, about certain athletes, yes, uh, about certain mindsets and, and, and refocusing that positive energy and goal setting and like all these positive things. And at first I, there was a lot of resistance because I'm not, I don't really pick up a lot when I physically read a book and he's like, I don't either. And I was like, shit, how do you do it? He's like, audiobooks, mm. duh. And yeah. I'm like, I'd have a crazy commute. And at the time I was working in the city. God's so I have at least world. at least two hours a day, if Dude, not more. Audiobooks
1: are, they're, they're amazing. They changed my life. Yeah. And, and
0: now I have that time. I'm like, Oh, look, I have all this time in the world to get through this book. I got through a, a, a book on, Uh, It's called Deep Work by Cal Newport. And uh, and the the message is basically what it is to focus so hard that you get all this crazy amount of work done in a short amount of time. And there's examples from like MIT professors and like, I think Roosevelt was on there. There's just like a bunch of people that just sort of got away and they focus on what really mattered. It's like, again, we're going to tie back to social media. All that is on a superficial level. It's what's pretty on that top level. Okay. Like the song, and uh <laughs> but when you when you dig in, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up Khabib because you you know that guy works hard; he's a good fighter. You don't question yeah. it. You don't have to go to social media and figure, oh, he's working out; he's doing all these things. Yeah. But Connor has all those things, and I don't take anything away from him. But it's a different approach. Oh yeah, absolutely. Connor knows how to market and do all those things well, and he's gonna play to those strengths. It's which what is got fine. him
1: to where he is now, though. You know, could be wrestled bears. That's true. Holy shit, that's true yeah this motherfucker was out there like cradling bears and shit yeah yeah no, no this is real like dagestan man yeah uh, i remember all, all the dagies, man they, I, they um, grew up saw with a they used, i forgot his name but he was at henzo gracie's holy crap cardio for days man like this guy you could probably grapple for like an hour Mm. you can get up and go swimming if you wanted yeah. to didn't have, didn't affect him in the least bit and yeah. I think that's that work ethic that they have there that transcended into MMA this is what made them so good at it
0: Joey Diaz calls it immigrant mentality Immigrant. Me- that's why he's a betting man and he always bets on the immigrant he's there like listen Stipe, Stipe's knocking out DC Stipe, everybody called bullshit
1: Michik. everybody called bullshit he's like
0: Stipe he's like you see in his eyes fucking immigrant mentality and he's like it's gonna <laughs> kind of fucking- he's knocking out DC and he called it and everybody's like what the fuck so yeah. e- moving forward they're like alright yo Omero and like and- <laughs> And like, because, uh, Joey Diaz is a, a Cuban comedian actually from New Jersey. He was, he grew up in uh, North Bergen. Yeah. Yeah. He moved to Denver went to prison. all Oh this yeah. Fun stuff.
1: He was in Patterson too, for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. my hometown. Shout out to Patterson.
0: Uh, I, I actually grew Fract up a little Addison. bit in, um, in, uh, in, North Bergen. So I, every oh, time you start talking about, I went to this place and that place and off of this screen. I was like, Oh shit, I grew up there. And then he's good friends with Yo Romero, (laughs) which is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Did you see that post? I know you. uh,
1: (laughs) Don't forget Jesus. Don't forget Jesus.
0: And um, um, the the post with um, listen, boy. Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and um, uh, Tommy Buns. uh, Tommy Buns. And Israel Adesanya. Eddie, oh, okay Addisanya. Israel Adesanya And he's just like Easy boy. And he's like, Wow, oh, you want shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and Israel's just like dying in the back. <laughs> and then at the end of it he just yells Bikes <laughs> <laughs> He yelled bikes? There's uh, yelled bikes in the back. And that's, that's what killed me. Like, it's such a, it's such a, uh, uh, it's such a deep cut. Like it's such a silly reference within a reference.
1: You gotta love that shit when like MMA fighters. They know how to talk shit on Instagram or like through social media too. Because yeah. some of that stuff can be so funny. We are in the era of memes. Memes yeah. have systematically changed the way how people think. You could literally send how? How else could you I send one picture? To my,
0: I, so my, I have a younger sister. Yeah. She's eleven years younger. Oh okay. yeah. She. I, talk to me in tiktoks and memes that's it that's, that's it they, it's full-blown like <laughs> what did you do today and it's a tiktok about her getting braces it's like you could just fucking told me you got braces you have to sit there for half an hour and editing this thing yeah and and part of me is like well they're creating i can't yeah. get mad at that because mm-hmm. i was getting yelled at for taking pictures of bugs on my paper oh okay you know and they were just like what the fuck are you doing uh-huh. and i was like well it became sort of my job now yeah like yeah. i eventually made it took a while but you take you can't pictures of bugs professionally now. But it's just consistency. And yes. it's sifting through the bullshit and, mm-hmm. and doing the work. Yeah, yeah. Guys, this is a whole thing. Read a book. Stop pick listening right
1: now. Just pick out a book now. Get the fuck off Facebook. <laughs> read a book. Go read where the red fern grows. I think everybody read that book in high school. Well, reread it. It's a good book though. There's a lot. I have a, I have a big old list.
0: And um uh, mm-hmm. and I get a lot of that started was because I was in a funk. Yeah, i got teammates that have been funks that I've handed them books. It's I was real, like, man. It, it, like,
1: it's real. Like, What what do you do in a situation like that? And how do you get your... Mental health is just as important to a fighter as physical health. Exercise. I'm going to say all the cliche things
0: like exercise your mind as if that's your strongest muscle. Because mm-hmm. that will take
1: over everything else. Dude, it's It's so insane how it's not talked about more, mental health, when it comes to fighters, at least. It's trending
0: now the fact that i said that is funny um <laughs> it, but it's it's it
1: is it's trending
0: and and again that extends to the stream reverse twitter verse, streamer twitter yeah because a lot more people that are considered super successful had to really grind their weight like 12 hour days of streaming gotcha and then being interactive and doing this stuff and then going into like i have to post this and that and blah 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 and yeah. then i have to plan the next day i have to actually eat yeah <laughs> but more and more of them i've noticed are taking breaks and be like listen they'll they'll tweet or have a post or stream like guys i need to take a break yeah because i am losing my mind i'm going through depression i'm going all of a sudden like it's happening so often i almost don't even believe it at this point i'm like i get that it's real i get that affects a majority of us yeah and if we're talking game of percentages there's probably a couple people that are fake of the funk so that's why, you know, if, if there's no layer, if, if there's no, the second layer would for me be like consistency. Mm-hmm. So on the surface, everything looks pretty, but then you have consistency who's, which you can, you know, still kind of, okay, this guy posts every day, Yeah, whatever you post memes every day, always, but consistency, but let me you know that feeds into your personality. It's just who you are as a person. You're expressing that by doing so by having all those things on a consistent basis, because this is what you're constantly doing or thinking that's your being, and that's what you're giving to other people. Mm-hmm. So that's where you dig into that second layer. But now, but me knowing you personally, that's now your third layer. I don't have a name for it, but that's going a little bit further. I just know that's who you are. Yeah. So if I see somebody who's like, I'm going through depression. I'm doing this, and the next day they're like, they have a, a stream goal on Twitch of like, I need to make friends. Can you guys help me out and like yeah. ask them for donations? Or uh, on the other side, somebody's bullying somebody and be like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you better subscribe to me because of blah blah blah. It's all this this dumb drama to to pull all this and to me it feels like a marketing class because everybody's trying all these things Oh, this worked previously historically this has worked in the past this is going to happen again this is going to work again yeah so pulling in that drama factor or whatever it is to do something and i call this the good things are good bad things are bad argument again okay. you, you sit on that layer of like i'm going to say things that are obvious you can agree with me there's other people and with a much larger influence that have gone through this and it's worked obviously yes but we don't include that in this because it's about fighting and screaming um but 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 that's the same idea you say this is really good obviously you agree with me right now you're on board now you're pulled in you're invested because good things are good bad things are bad Mm -hmm. take that in any context doesn't matter if it's fighting streaming doesn't matter if it's about cars or whatever it is relationships relationships yeah any of those things if you if you want a cheap sell or quick sell on something you want to pull them in and get them invested you have to Agree with things that are already there. It's like when you have a to-do list or you have a checklist, and you write something that you're either in the middle of doing or you're about to do to get that like that dopamine hit of like, oh, I did that. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm awesome. It's great. That's sort of tricking your brain to thinking, oh, I'm getting, I'm more productive. I'm doing things, but you're doing things for the sake of doing something. Yeah. It's busy work. Mm-hmm. And again, that that book pulls away that a lot of that bullshit and says, okay, you're you're just you're you're really just bullshitting Mm -hmm. like how can you get to a part of you that focuses on the real how can you separate all the other bullshit there's a whole chapter just like fuck social media just Mm -hmm. like don't even fucking bother because like you're really that productive like what are you doing that's really productive in that time yeah which is even funnier because the the people i consider successful in um i hate i hate this term the influencer space
1: influencers
0: specifically with gaming and i'm sponsored by this i'm doing that i'm featured and blah 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 like again that consistency is there so i believe it to some extent yeah um and then there's gonna be a level where i just stop following because i just don't believe in anything you're saying because everything followed by hashtag ad and again a whole nother episode um when i look at those people and i and a lot of their advice or the videos are saying top four things that you're doing wrong blah, blah blah and whatever it is. And a lot of that advice has a common theme of don't do streaming. Don't stream. That's not like a lot of them that made it just kind of got there first. Mm -hmm. And if you want to do that, great, grind it out and do the thing. But even as a streamer, that's maybe 40% of what you're doing. Yes. Because everything, maybe less than that because everything else is. Marketing and reposting and this and blah, blah, blah. And then there's some things to networking but it's about but to me, it's about creating, and okay. I look at streamers and creators, YouTubers, whatever. And if if you don't create something genuinely you, or you don't contribute to something in a positive way, I don't care about your content. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um,
1: what well, has to? I mean, it has to mean something. There has to be a point about all that, you know. And I can see why it's like you you, you hate that part of streaming because it's like a toxic environment almost, you know. It's it's like.
0: Self-sabotaging in a way, too. Mm -hmm. And I feel I've always felt like I lose a part of myself if I become successful. And that I find a way to sabotage that success by starting over. Deleting everything. Going away. And you lose your discoverability. You lose this. Whatever momentum you have is now lost. Because everybody's, I got to follow this guy again. Fuck. Mm -hmm. And you know those people that delete all their shit all the time. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Constantly, I create things and I delete things. And I'm like, fuck, this is terrible. Like the Instagram that I have now, my main one is... Probably my third one. Okay. Because I've just, I, ha- I hit like a thousand posts and I'm like, who cares? Delete. When I start asking that question of who cares, and I, I realize I'm the first one to be like, I don't know. That's where, that's my filter of just like, okay, this doesn't matter to me anymore. I can mm-hmm. get rid of it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. That's why it's extra funny to me when people freak out or clients freak out because after, I think, I think I've cut it down to six months. I used to say a year, but storage is incredibly expensive. Um I would say I would keep her stuff for a year and then I'm I'm getting rid of it. I'm not even archive, I'm deleting. Gotcha. The fuck out of it. I don't even keep my own shit. I delete it. I don't care. There, I get a new iPhone, they're like, "Hey, do you want to I don't care. Delete it." Yeah. I don't give a fuck. If the if the number is important to me, they'll call me and they'll figure it out. Okay. I'll keep the contacts. I don't fuck the photos. Um but because I I don't know. I I feel disingenuous about the, word? the whole
1: thing. Yeah. This Af- genuine after a it.
0: certain point because I just don't feel like I'm contributing or creating genuinely anymore and once I hit that point I'm my own worst enemy and okay. what I'm trying to work through now is not and funny <laughs> funnily enough it all comes full circle to fighting mm-hmm.
1: because full circle man
0: uh, I, shit I lost my last fight okay. because in my brain I might have might have celebrated too much with little things and it wasn't outwardly like i have a you know cheerleading squad and i'm jumping in the ropes and all this stuff but it was more of like i oh something landed great let's throw a parade
1: oh and it
0: wasn't like and, and i've had this issue where like I would, and, and before that I won the last two fights yes and those were a little bit less of that and more of just like i hit now what's next And I because on to
1: the next one.
0: Yeah, and and I got away from that. And physically, I was prepared as much as I could be, but again, mental game, mental game, mental game, mental game. All that stuff was like, oh shit, I'm celebrating too much, and that's where I start to sabotage myself. And mentally, I'm pulling away and pulling Mm -hmm. away and pulling.
1: So, would you say like that? What you learned is don't celebrate, stay in the fight. You're not out of the woods yet. I don't. I wouldn't even say that that was my mentality when whether it, whenever it came to fighting or competing in jujitsu, for that matter you know it's just like okay yeah well, i mean i landed okay big deal it doesn't matter i have to keep going until the ref pulls me off or until the ref says okay match done you know i have to keep going even here's the even after
0: winning yeah i didn't feel the need or want like genuinely want to celebrate I, felt weird I was, posting there on Instagram. I was yeah. like i was yeah.
1: like well same cool. here i'm about the same way like i have plenty of matches where like in jujitsu alone where like i've won and i was just like i don't really feel like posting this because it's like i first of all like i i don't know what it is like i just feel kind of bad about posting something where like you're actually showing another person in like a very humiliating way in my opinion now this isn't everybody of course i know I'm not going to judge you because you posted a photo of you submitting someone or you, i I post stuff. of me getting hit all the time. It's yeah. funny. It's extra funny I, to me. I do the, I do the same. Yeah. I do the opposite actually. Cause this is like, I think to me it's funny. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, you know, that that's, that's what happened to me. Uh, I just don't post the other way because it's like, to me personally, I was just a point in my life where I just happened to get the better situation and I, you know, prevailed, but that doesn't mean that, you know, it's going to keep happening like that to me personally it doesn't matter yeah. so i i never really post about stuff like that if anything i post motivational slash funny slash mind intriguing stuff on instagram if you guys ever want to follow me clyde ahmed you know don't be a stranger
0: it's weird folks <laughs> no that's, but but the um completely goes against
1: the of what Roman was saying <laughs> but also follow me because you know it's yeah, cool I, you know, it's it is great cool and, awesome, and you man. know you want to and yeah. you know I'm, I'm funny and uh, yeah of course and, um, we got fights man we got fights coming <laughs> up dude like actually good fights
0: holy cow let's go through let's go through the list hang on let's see where yeah um, let's dig in a little bit because we Cause got
1: there's... UFC you know what's this UFC 247 247 tomorrow well let's see here well I, we, got yeah, we john just john jones wow, and dominic tomorrow, reyes is the no. main event
0: oh that means that means uh the one fc happened one warriors could happen technically well this happens February twenty eight. because technically techni- well technically oh wait 28 what i have this uh this card oh that one fc sorry sorry Headlining. i was thinking about the the most recent one that just passed anyhow, and true. then pashmora and all that stuff mm-hmm. um what do you want to start with one fc or ufc i think we should dig into to, to one fc i think actually one of the bigger things i'm gonna Lively. get is gonna be uh what are your predictions what's this what's that probably so, um do you i'm excited though dude i haven't dug too much in i'm not gonna lie to you i haven't dug a lot into the the prelims or I, the pre-prelims or i whatever didn't either
1: so much i mean honestly i just like i circled out the ones that i'm really interested in one of them however happens to be someone that i used to follow still do follow actually uh it's mma shredded <laughs> 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 mma shredded on instagram if you guys know him um Great guy. He actually went to Thailand recently. And a training partner of mine, Yorlan, shout out to Yorlan, actually trained with uh, Jeff Chan in Thailand. Um, and actually, you know, had some good stories to say. But he's fighting in 1FC against radim Rahman from Singapore. It's a uh, fight's actually going to be taken at Bantamweight. And uh, I mean, I know enough now from seeing Jeff Chan's videos and his uh, instructionals that. The man knows what he's doing. Uh, I can't say that I have too much footage or even video proof of how good Redeem is. So if I have to make, an, uh, make a, a prediction on this one, I'm going to say Jeff Chan by unanimous decision. So Yeah, I'm yeah.
0: looking at this card and I'm like, damn, I'm thinking of... uh.
1: These are the main fights. And of course, we have uh, the infamous, the one and only... The reason why all my past girlfriends cheated on me. Sexy Oh, uh,
0: they're going to say uh, Stamp Vertex. What?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Simon fight! Yeah. Oh,
0: man. Oh, wow. Yes. I'm just look yes. at this card right now. Yes. That's why well, I
1: printed it. <laughs> Folks, so you, have, you have, you probably can't see this right now, but I actually have printouts of you know, the fights because I came prepared and Roman's taking a look at it right I now. I got he's, some notes on, he's got notes, on yeah. other stuff. But I went old school and I printed them out. You know, this guy's uh, killing
0: trees over here for Sexyama, <laughs> which is fine. It's excusable. I get it. Yeah. Recycling or Sexyama. Obviously, you're going to kill. I mean,
1: sexyama, yeah.
0: That's obviously the pick um, with my heart. Well, with for, my brain with I don't yeah
1: his real name folks is uh is uh yoshihiro akiyama, akiyama and he is fighting a man from egypt um actually he's a wrestling based fighter uh sharif muhammad uh, i other than that i don't really know too much about him other than the fact that they are both fighting i believe is 170? 170 170 so, yeah, yeah it's hmm. Walter White. um yoshihiro's going up in age man I think it has been up
0: there. I think it has been up for a hot second. Sexy you know, you have that, has like, got to
1: be forty-two at least. Yeah, that's at least. amazing. And, and that's being generous right now. Yeah. I think. And if I'm wrong, please don't quote me, guys. Don't 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 get don't sick. Uh, you know, sexy uh, Yamami. Actually, is sick him. It's fine. I won't mind.
0: There's a there's a couple that you don't have circled up here. I Actually, don't. the next the next two before even before we get to the main cards, so we're talking yes. about Amir Khan versus Kimihiro Ito
1: and this is not Amir Khan the boxer uh, no, this is Amir Khan from Singapore from Singapore so
0: Amir Khan from Singapore um, to me is, is probably one of my most my one of my favorite fighters in one right now because of his because sort of, of Bollywood explos- movies yeah that too okay it
1: all hits yeah, literally love, all hits I like, love them
0: like they haven't fallen from number one historically
1: I, dude he was a childhood hero of mine
0: <laughs> I his poster um, oh. but but like his, his style of fighting and his uh, his like explosiveness and he doesn't win a lot. He's mm-hmm. not the greatest record, but he's always exciting because it's always that "what if." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and because of that, yeah, and because of that, I'm gonna root for him. So, and also because I did, I didn't do my research.
1: Okay. Um, well, the next fight, actually, enough.
0: the there's some significance here. So, do you know who Rocky Ogden is?
1: I just know him by his last name. Ogian. <laughs> That's it. So from Australia,
0: from Boonchu Jim. You know Boonchu Jim is... Boonchu, yes. John Wayne Parr's Jim. John Wayne Parr. And is also his, I believe... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this wrong. And it's going to be really weird when I get this wrong. Rocky, I believe, is Jasmine's boyfriend. Really? I could be really wrong about that. Jasmine's Parr's boyfriend. I'm almost certain because he, I know he's real young. This guy? Ogian? I'm almost... I'm I'm about sixty five percent sure, which is pretty good.
1: That's which a is D, pretty man. good. That's a passing grade. But he's fighting, that's which good is, is in passing my a Patterson.
0: Yeah, when we up in the area, that's <laughs> yeah. that's basically a B plus. If you're
1: from Patterson, a sixty five. If you make Dude, it to sixty five, we're going to sizzlers after this. You know? Yeah, we don't even have sizzlers if in New Jersey. If you can make it to sixty five, that's more more go. power too. There you go.
0: But he's fighting. Uh, he's fighting. A
1: yes he is we just confirmed wow he looks shout like, out to
0: Instagram birthday dinner of my girl Jazzy Park so he's got to be like 18? 17 okay seventeen, eighteen. fighting Sam, Sam Rocky
1: A Ugyen from Ooh, Australia is fighting Sam a., on the
0: semi-final he does he, he still got it man he, uh, he, had a, he had a rough time but I think he no he who are we talking about right now? Sam A Sam A fought um, wow I'm losing it right now Jonathan Haggerty he got he caught fought up a little John Haggerty bit fought John Haggerty, uh, he lost before
1: rock rock tank fought him.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so this must've been
1: a while back then. Well, that so- might've,
0: that might've even been for the title. If I'm not, <clears throat> I might be off about that one, but okay. it was, a, it was a lot of back and forth. Jonathan did great. And then he just had two really rough back to back fights. Rod tank. Yes. Oof, that was, um, that was something That was yeah. a, that was a lot of just digging to the body. I don't yeah. care what's going to happen. Yes. And that's, that's the experience. I can't take anything away from mm-hmm. Jonathan. Cause he's, it was a great a hole in about nine other people. Yes. But, it was um, a great fight. It was like an honorable fights? fight. Mm-hmm. It's,
1: he's, he's, he's crazy. Young. He's going to be great. And he's only, only going to get better. He's only going to get better, actually. Now. Love watching he fight, actually. The main event. The main yeah. event, which, by the way, I didn't know. This is actually a rematch. Did you know that? They fought before.
0: Wait a minute. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I forgot about that, but I remember that. Folks, now. we're
1: talking about Janet Todd versus Stamp Fairtex. So, if I
0: remember correctly um stamp one on points and there was yes some controversy i don't it was so. controversial I, I don't yeah think it was because i could see i could see clearly why she lost mm-hmm. um but i guess it depends on the scoring and who's scoring it and especially over there too because the, the other the other factor and ray talks about this all the time yeah the race is shit um they're they, racist they're racist as hell what the ties they, they wait you mean just... to tell
1: me the ties favor the ties in fights
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> well no one fc overall uh, i'm never, obviously i'm never going to find one fc but i'm going to go ahead and say the, the, the asian market favors the Asians absolutely and and heavily and that this includes the judging that includes the officials that includes all of the promotion
1: yeah, yeah this is obvious i mean their well, their fighters market is generally what all thai Slash Filipino Slash Malaysian Slash Indonesian Slash, slash Black Indian, Panther Indian Slash Yeah there you go They love Black Wakandas. Panther For the
0: For the uh, for for the variety forever. But he's, he's there forever I don't mm-hmm. know what they, it, they go 50-50 They're like He's doing all these exercises Can you do that at heavyweight And then mm-hmm. also his, Oh the next clip, Alan
1: Yeah I can't even say his last name I, I'm not even gonna go for it You know what I don't wanna sound racist So I'm not gonna say it Alan Go And go Sure there you go. Our boy Alan? Yes. He's doing one hand like flips off the beach. And he's like, can then
0: this, the caption is always like like, hey, can you do that? Like, I can't do like, that. Like what did Alan. you do this morning that you no. No, and, I got
1: up and I used the bathroom. But then the next clip That's
0: how I took a shit. The next <laughs> clip is him getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like who, who's in charge of the social media marketing? That they they're like, yo, suck, this man. guy's exercises are badass. This yeah. guy's—he's
1: doing a handstand with pecs. two fingers. He's like, holy shit, dude can breastfeed his an entire Ethiopian right village with his
0: breasts. And then, pecs, and then everybody the mother has just knocked him out in one way. Shape. He's the Bob Sapp of oneFC you know I'll what? say it. He's the Bob Sapp nah, of 1FC nah, you know They're it, putting him up to fail. He's dude. the
1: Marvin Eastman of 1FC. Marvin one Eastman. Later. No. Okay, Marvin Eastman was like very similar, short, stocky, you know. Did you use him to the gills? Kind of sort 5 foot 9, but he was a middleweight. 5 foot 9 middleweight, I believe. Dude, he fought the who's he fought Quentin Rampage Jackson at his prime got knocked out. Uh had the biggest gash I've ever seen on any MMA fighter above his left eyebrow, I believe. Marvin Eastman is no joke. He reminds me a lot. Well, Alan and Go reminds me a lot of Marvin Eastman. And I'm not saying it because they're both black. I'm just saying it because you know they're they're both, you know, Roman. Come on. See what dude. you mean. See what you mean. <laughs> but uh okay, we haven't made a prediction on, on stamp Fairtex versus Janet Top. Who are you gonna go with? I give the stamp. stamp? I, I I love Jeanette. Like I I I, I hope think Janet she's, wins. I
0: think she's she's awesome. I think yes. especially as a representation of America, yes. she's killing she it right now. she hasn't been
1: practicing that long either.
0: And yeah, and also very to new to the sport. Again, yes. th- this is sort of the evolution of Muay Thai that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. And and going up against, again, traditionally, this is the setup. It's like, okay, who's the, there's mm-hmm. the tie with 200 plus fights that are going against someone who's got maybe 20, 25
1: mm-hmm. fights, somewhere around there. So this is rather interesting because um Stamp Fairtex recently fought a fighter from India. I I'll never get over this too because you know how they have stats in front of the of the fighters before they fight on on yeah, the end screen. Yeah, yeah. This girl, I forgot her name. Oh my gosh, please forgive me. But her her fighting style was literally, I'm not kidding, wushu. It was wushu. Okay. Yeah. When when do you ever see wushu on MMA? I we didn't get to see it because their Stamp took her to the ground and just grounded pounded her. Stamped the hole in her, yeah. Yes, but this is actually not an MMA bout. Did you know that? It's yeah. a actually it's a kickboxing bout.
0: Is it kickboxing or is it Muay Thai? This one's kickboxing. Oh, they're actually going kickboxing.
1: Yeah. It's a kickboxing world champion, so both, both belts Sweet are not on the line clinch. for this one. You can clinch, I believe. Yes. What the, and it makes sense cuz I've never seen Janet do any kind of MMA, MMA um no, preparation. No, just, so yeah, it makes sense. This is definitely a kickbox. Okay. That changes things. There's no ground game. There's no, no ground take, game, there's no, no takedowns. Limited clinch. Yes. So hmm. I, I thought it was,
0: I thought it was, I actually thought it was Muay Thai rules. So I was like, hmm, no, this is a, there's this something a, off about this.
1: Adam Waite kickboxing bout. For the world championship so not both belts are on the line interesting I'm gonna go with Janet Todd I think Janet Todd edges out a decision
0: I I feel like with predictions I always have like a like a I choose one with my heart and one with my brain
1: (laughs) this one I'm gonna go with Janet Todd (laughs) I really feel like I mean she's learned from her mistakes I know in the first fight you know she had a lot to work on her cardio was an issue she's been working hard I know Stamp is you know Muay Thai is in her blood Fair text. Jim is not a joke, um, but I'm going to go with Janet Todd with this one. So that Agreed that's to disagree. One. Agreed is, Okay, we'll find out. We'll find out on February 28th. Actually, well, it's quite a bit of ways from now. We'll probably talk about some other fights before <laughs> that, actually. But the big one, folks, uh, UFC 247 is tomorrow night um, at the Toyota Center. Uh, starts about 10 p.m. So... Where's the Toyota Center? That's an excellent
0: question. That's not one for me to answer.
1: Okay, never mind. But yeah, we have... um, um, I just have pretty much the main event here. Sorry, with the uh, co-main event, excuse me. But we have Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, aka the funniest Instagram I've seen in a long, long time.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I feel like... I feel like your Instagram is like it's child's. I feel like whatever trickles down <laughs> and it's filtered through the appropriate filters. Yeah, I steal shit. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I steal Black Beast shit. Um, there you go. No, he's fighting uh, Illyir Latifi. I... Uh, so, oof. I know a little bit about Illyir actually. Um, he's a heavily, heavily uh, strong wrestling based background and uh, uh, I believe it's Greco-Roman. Um, they call him the sledgehammer for a reason. Do you remember the fight where Ilir Latifi fought Gegard Mousasi in the UFC? That's the fight that actually put him on my radar. This huh. was years ago. So Gegard Mousasi was supposed to fight Alexander Gustafsson. Gustafsson pulled out in the last minute. The fight actually took place in Stockholm. And so Ilir Latifi stepped in at the last minute to fight Gegard Mousasi. He lost on a decision, actually, um, to Gegard, which... Uh, to the Moose. Hmm? They call him the Moose. No. Wait, they made the it Moose? Called- Gegard Lasassi? Gagard, Gagard I, I'm not sure. Gagard is my favorite fighter, by the way, guys. But, uh, yeah, Elir Latifi is fighting Derek Lewis. And, all right, so this fight can go two ways. It's either going to be the most boring <laughs> fight at heavyweight you're going to get because it fights at heavyweight. Because either Ilir is Elir, excuse me, if I say that wrong. Ilir? I'm just going to say his last name, Latifi. is either going to take him to the ground, grind him out for three rounds, and then edge out a decision. Or Derek is going to just aim for the hills and go, you know, Alexander Volkanovsky style and knock Eler the fuck out. But if I had to make a choice, I'm going to say Eler's is going to win by a decision on this one. What about you? I think even... I'm looking more
0: right. forward toward the the post fight speech from Derek, whether he wins or loses. I just want to hear that. Yeah, speech. there you go. I'm, I'm more excited about that <laughs> than what was probably going to happen. My I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hope I'm gonna hope for a Derek Lewis knockout. <laughs> I think that's where again I'm 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 uh, sort
1: of putting my money where my heart is mm-hmm. with that. Um, interesting fact too about you know this fight. Derek Lewis is six foot three, two hundred and sixty pounds. Ilir Latifi is five foot ten. And 220 pounds. Hmm. It's going to be rather interesting. Think they're ever going to
0: break up that that weight class? They
1: should. Make a super heavyweight division? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. They won't, though. No. So we have also a uh, rather Uh, fan favorite. Valentina Shevchenko versus uh, Caitlin. Guys, forgive me. Chukugian? Caitlin Chukugian. There you go. I would go with that, yeah. yeah let's go with that. Um you know, there's you know, Valentina is the heavy favorite to win this fight. Uh but knowing because I, I watched both fights, uh both of their last fights, and you know Caitlin has a history of winning by decision. I can't say too much about Valentina's grappling game. I I can only say that I know that it's it's um it's enough to suffice, and, and it adds to her striking. But if I have to make a bet, or if I had to make a you know like a prediction, I'm gonna go with Valentina on this one, second round TKO.
0: Yeah, I mean, based on my Dude, her striking's um, immaculate, yeah, man. Based on my ignorance and and not doing the proper research, I'm gonna be like, I know that name, Shevchenko. 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 Yes. And I know what she can do. I know mm-hmm. she's going to do it again. See some of your favorite gym, and by she's the way. absolutely going to dance mm-hmm. all over. I love her dancing all over the place. As much as I love Derek Lewis and his post-fight speech, mm-hmm. the post-fight dance from Valentina is on the next level. So she's the, from da- your the, gym. the she'll she'll win by dance, whether you like it or not. The dance is actually going to win her the fight.
1: He's from Tiger Muay Thai,
0: excellent gym. Yes, the best. Like prime, like
1: primo. There you go. Like we made the best videos. I on I sent Ray there. <laughs> <laughs> You better pray he doesn't listen to this one, man. It's, it's fine. I'll yeah. delete it. <laughs> All right, and now we have the main event, guys. Um, the goat, the ever-so uh, controversial Dominic Reyes. No, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, yes, we have John Jones fighting again tomorrow. His um, demons, actually. Could another be, test from God could be could be his demons couldn't you know could be just another walk in the park for him. John Jones has a lot on his mind, man.
0: Like quality control,
1: not even that, dude. It's the fact pills? that a lot will probably that too, you know. He has a huge cock, you know. Hashtag Joe Rogan. But uh, John Jones is technically undefeated. We know this. The Matt Hamill fight it doesn't count. All right, we'll just scratch that. In the no Dom- contest. Yes, yeah, and and see, Dominic Reyes is also undefeated. This is pretty interesting. Both stand at about six foot four, except John has a reach advantage of eighty-two inches, and Dominic Reyes has a reach advantage of, I believe, seventy-seven
0: inches. And John Jones' arms are
1: really long, right? Funny story, actually. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Yeah, I know we were, I know we were going with this one. I actually met John Jones a long time ago in Patterson, of all places. He would you be just, in Patterson. No, no. Check this on Wayne Avenue. And for those of you listening to this podcast who are from Patterson, you know I'm right about this. John Jones stopped the burglar from getting away in Patterson, right on Wayne Avenue. And who was also there was Greg Jackson. Yes. This was like, I think, 2005 or four, I want to say. John Jones, if you're listening to this podcast right now, I remember you. Um, please send me tickets. Okay. So. You if can I, do no wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. In our eyes. Uh, but this is an interesting fight because I, I truly believe John has a lot on his mind, especially from Israel Adesanya, you know, not to like throw names out there. But the guy's been fucking with him for a long time now. A lot of people are saying that John Jones looks soft. A lot of people are saying that he's falling off. And he's probably getting tired of winning at light heavyweight. I personally believe that he's either if he's just hate winning constantly. Can you imagine that? Yeah, it must be yeah, Like, must what's suck, it like huh? to
0: actually lose.
1: Yeah, right. I mean. In my opinion, the only fight left for him at light heavyweight, should it happen, is a super fight with Israel, because Israel's not Izzy's not going up to heavyweight, and John's going to go soon. If this fight's going to happen with Izzy, which I don't I don't mean to disrespect Dominic, but if this fight's going to happen, it needs to happen after this one. Obviously, um, if you can't tell by my tone, I think John Jones wins this one by. you know, unanimous decision. You pulled
0: Dominic right out of that conversation, man. He was like, all right, Dude, like it, Dominic is great and all, but John thing. Jones versus Adesanya.
1: It, it's, it's, oh, here's why I say this.
0: Cause it has to happen now. It's like, it's like GSP against Silva. Like it was supposed they to happen it. And it never know. ever happened. And or, it never or it's going to be the other thing with, with, um, Pacquiao against Floyd. Like it happened too late money
1: It happened too Pacquiao. fucking late yeah, i know it should have happened in 2008 exactly it should but have uh, like
0: it's going to be let's give me one of those two things and i don't think it's ever going to happen like i don't
1: what izzy versus john
0: I, one i don't here's the thing if you're thinking about selling that fight yeah
1: what more do you need for us
0: okay anybody and their mother can sell a connor fight yeah that's true also probably cuz he's white but which makes them doubly marketable. Uh-huh. That's a totally, that's yeah. a different
1: episode. Folks, We, we are know. not racist. I just want, I just want to <laughs> clarify that. We are not I love everybody. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hate all of you. This is why, <laughs> you know, I'm not racist at all. Cause I hate everybody equally, but no, no, to add to your point, you are right. If, if they're going to fight, they have to make it now, but not to take any anything away from Dominic Reyes. I just, the thing is,
0: John Jones will do that all tomorrow.
1: He, he will. Um, Unless there's an upset, and should there be one, I will eat my own words. Uh, this will go down, you know, as one of the greatest upsets in UFC history. Uh, but it's just Dominic Reyes just lacks the experience. I know for sure he lacks the wrestling pedigree of John Jones as well. Um,
0: I don't see it. I don't I don't see any argument for Dominic Reyes and I out of all the fights that his I have watched His jiu-jitsu
1: solid. His jiu-jitsu is solid, but he's really known for his striking which it, I mean it's it's you're one of the, it's with one John of those Jones things, go like, ahead.
0: Good luck. That that's the thing. Like what it's one of those things that you cannot train for. Mm-hmm. It's it's like Khabib trying to train for I'm um, sorry, um Conor trying to train for Khabib.
1: What are you going to do? You have zero training partners. Go like get that. Jordan go get Jordan Burrow. see if that helps you against it doesn't Could matter be Nurmagomedov and it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you're and, right and then
0: john jones on top of that he's because of his particular reach
1: his elbows just as which he, i know you might and, like
0: and and all that stuff yeah beautiful Roman elbows loves elbows it's true and how do you simulate that you can't,
1: can't you can't no
0: and and the way that he's going to be efficiently striking whatever he's on that night efficiently striking and making moves and just all these things and I just don't think he has an answer in any department. I don't think he's submitting him. I don't think he's knocking him out. I don't see him hanging past the second round.
1: Okay, I'm I'm going to give him more credit than that. I think that if Dominic Reyes has a chance in this fight, it's by knockout or TKO. Um, his strikes are solid. He's got a good... I, I, I do not know his knockout ratio. Uh, I don't have it listed here. But I do know that he's got power. He's got power in both He's hands. got power in weird places. Yeah. Take I mean, that it's as like heavyweight well. too. Come on, let's be fair. It's like... You know, these guys walk around about two twenty, cut down to two oh five. The it's thing, fair the enough. thing about
0: is, like, with MMA specifically, you never know what you're gonna get because look at Cowboy Cerrone. I'm gonna take Cowboy for example. Okay, when he's knocked people out, it it's from all different weird angles. It's not like yeah, it's not, not like sure in any mm-hmm. particular way because it's not exactly muay thai mm-hmm. it's mma muay thai yeah and i again I, we're gonna go all the way back to where you said like being a pure mma or ma purist mm-hmm. and because of its the the nature of it inherently it's not pure at all mm-hmm. it's it's a mix it's a mixed batch of x y and z whatever yeah. whatever your favorite combination is do that and and try to be good at all those things yeah so you have to be you have to excel at one particular thing and in this case and at least for now until somebody changes the game and connor's pretty close yeah i think he's changed it because he's marketable but historically the people that do the best in mma have a wrestling background and you combine that with john joe's john joe's experience and reach his freakish athleticism Mm -hmm. i just don't i don't see it i don't see it happening at like it like anything he he does to win would have to be an upset Every like like the odds are so stacked against him, and you know, and the the final piece of that is I don't think John jeans is, John jeans John Jones is capable of understanding loss. I think like there's there's a certain level, Definitely and it's, it's like borderline serial killer. I don't think there, it's on like, his radar. There's not there's not an emotion that he no. can process in that because he's so in it, and whether you call it God or mm. whatever you want, whatever whatever you want to frame that as, I don't think he has that ability to even think about that.
1: It's not even on his radar. John Jones losing is not even on his mind right now. He's already pissed off at Izzy right now. Yeah, he could be pissed, and at the
0: end, it doesn't matter because he's still going to fight the way that he does. He's still going to act the way that he is. He's
1: not going to change his game plan for anybody. He's still going to get in trouble somewhere. Is maybe Daniel Cormier?
0: Yeah, I mean, well,
1: you know, yeah, we're Alexander Gustafsson, top three in light heavyweight history.
0: I actually thought Gus won that fight. Is that weird? The first fight? Yeah, I agree. Everybody agrees. Yeah, that was a, uh, how that was a John. A Jones,
1: well, John Jones did have him stumble with either that spinning back fist elbow.
0: Yeah, they landed all funny. It was that, like all forearms that
1: changed the the uh, the direction of that. I give him
0: variation, but the the rest of it, I was mm-hmm. like, I, I don't, I don't know what the rules were back then, mm-hmm. but I was like, Gus won the shit. Holy crap! Yeah. And that was they did it. And I was like, well, too,
1: man. Yeah. Well, um, if I had to make a prediction for this one, I'm gonna say, and as I say this with utmost respect to both athletes, um, I'm gonna go with john jones on this one with a third round tko of dominic reyes
0: i think it's gonna be a rough if they make it to the third it's gonna be a rough third round so I'm, i might actually i'm gonna agree with that so we'll, we'll get them past the second and put them into the third um but it's gonna be a cutter or a knockout like those are, again the two the two ways i can see it ending anything okay. past that i don't i don't see you getting past that that wrestling mm-hmm. like that's that's a tough day for anybody yeah and well. if, if daniel cormier had an issue with it mm-hmm I, you know, and and I, again, MMA wrestling, MMA Muay Thai, and all the yeah. other stuff. It I all just, correlates. Yeah, it's it's just it's and again, it's it's not pure in that aspect. Jon Jones yeah. is close to having pure Muay Thai, but you get eighty percent of it. Like, what's it, it, it's good enough? Yeah, it's, but there's no. It's boost, enough
1: to get the job done. You
0: know? Yeah, but that that's that's my issue. And again, oh, man, we're gonna go back again to being genuine, like. If somebody says like my boss called me an MMA fighter the other day and I was like, like well, are you? I, I'm though? not gonna. I'm not gonna take the time to. Oh, but I do. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I competed in grappling. I've competed in Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. I'm not an like I love MMA. Yeah. I don't consider myself a mixed martial artist by by any by any stretch. Okay. Because, and this is where um, I'd be slightly arrogant about it. Because because Muay Thai, I think, is very complete martial art minus obviously minus the ground game. Yeah, of course. Because you have clinching and all these other aspects that other striking arts don't have. Mm-hmm. And 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 I've studied Muay Thai extensively. Grappling not so much because I know I have a, maybe a yeah, couple that's of years my in. Yeah, background. <laughs> yeah, and 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 knowing the history and digging into that was is is how I am with Muay Thai. So how you are with, with grappling is how I am with, with Muay Thai. Yeah. The perfect combination. Right? Yeah. yeah that's a perfect fighter. And Muay Thai, that's, why, that's, that's why that's why this
1: podcast, I think, is gonna kick off, folks. This is uh what, our demo?
0: This is just been bit of the pilot, man. This is this is number one. This is the this trial is and error. One. And so far,
1: I think we're doing we're doing all right. I think we are. But that was that was pretty much you know what we wanted to talk to you guys about. You know, the fights coming up, uh, a little bit about us. Uh not too much, because we don't want to disclose everything. Um, we will
0: eventually. It'll, it's going to happen by accident. Something's it, gonna it's going it to happen. But that's yeah. what editing is for. That's why yeah, we want to do it yeah, live.
1: Man. That's why we edit. Yeah.
0: It's been interesting as a pilot. There's a lot more to uncover. And it's just things that we can cover on a whole Absolutely. separate episode. Yeah. But the reason why kicking and streaming works it, to me, aside from being my two favorite things, is I constantly ba- bounce back and forth with different ideas and and stuff that just goes across the board. And for me, that's that's who I'm at. Uh, that's who I'm at. And for me, that's who I am. And I think you have a lot of that as well. So yeah,
1: I do. Uh, and I think it's a good, good uh, balance to have. And, uh, you know, it creates topic. It creates uh, a little bit of controversy because we're going to have, you know, different opinions here and there. But it also creates conversation. And um, thank you to everyone out there listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. And, uh, you know, please be on the lookout for more episodes on the way. And uh, we will do our best to provide the best content that we can come up with to you.
0: And probably means I'm, I'm going to say Clyde's probably going to drop a couple hot memes this year.
1: Yo, follow my Instagram. 2020 is the year. Word. In the infamous words, uh, Roman, take it from there.
0: <laughs> Drink water, watch fights.